This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So a new era, a fresh start. What better way to start the fourth season of HFC chat by welcoming Paul Hartley and Gordon Young from north of the border to the club. After a long and frustrating four weeks, Paul's finally managed to make this appointment. Let's start by taking a look at the timeline Rob Laws put out on Twitter about how things evolved. So after painstaking work and much debate, Hartley's the new Pulse boss in apparent U-turn. The move comes after initial talks had broken down, as reported just over a week ago. It's understood to have been a very delicate negotiation process. Pulse spoke to Hartley early on and liked his mentality, attitude and credentials. And as widely reported, details that he'd walked away were leaked by a third party and actually were close to scuppering the deal but in reality Hartley was still very much interested Rob suggests that perhaps this is why there was such a delay in, in making the announcement but Pools persisted and came back stronger with an improved offer there were plenty of twists and turns but Hartley was impressed by Pools and excited by the opportunity to test himself in England compensation was eventually agreed not really an easy thing to do and the deal was done Davo before you read the official article from the club website I think you know Pools perhaps in the past have been a club that does things on the cheap I don't know how much compensation was paid but for me I think it's really good that the club decided to go back um, and you know persisted in in pursuing um, Hartley in trying to get him to the club I just wonder what you know, you think about that and, and whether it's such a positive step forward for us being able to go back in and actually be willing to pay a bit extra to make sure that we get the right man because this is such a pivotal appointment. 110%. I know we've spoke about perhaps how the club's ran and how we've done things in the past. You know, we've heard a lot of names in the last four weeks. We've spoke about a lot of people potentially coming to HUFC. Um, be known to us, it, it, it seems like Paul Hartley has been at the forefront of that list. And like you say, I'm genuinely um, over the moon. I know, obviously, like you've just said, their things haven't been easy, but I, I am glad that the the hierarchy, Raj Singh or whoever's been overseeing this has 
persevered with it. They've kept at it. They've they've negotiated and negotiated. And I'm, you know, like I say, I'm over the moon that they've they finally got this deal sorted and they've agreed on compensation and wages, etc., 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 which does lead me on to the article which was released yesterday on the official club website. Hartley United are delighted to announce that Paul Hartley has been appointed as the club's new manager. Hartley, 45, has been promoted five times as a manager and joins from Cove Rangers in Scotland, following two promotions and leading the club to their highest ever league position in the Scottish Championship. He achieved instant success in his first ever managerial role with Alloa Athletic, winning two successive promotions. He was then appointed as Dundee manager and led the Dens Park Club back to the Scottish Premiership by winning the Scottish Championship in his first season. In a subsequent season, he turned down an opportunity to manage Cardiff City and loyally steered Dundee to a sixth place finish in the Scottish Premiership. Prior to managing, Hartley had a distinguished playing career with 25 caps for Scotland and prominent spells at Celtic, Hart, Millwall, Bristol City and Aberdeen. He won the Scottish Cup with both Celtic and Hearts, as well as twice completing the Scottish double, winning the Scottish Premiership and the Scottish Cup with Celtic alongside playing Champions League football. Hartley will be joined by coach Gordon Young, continuing their partnership from Cove. Gordon, a highly respected coach and coach educator, has worked with Sheffield United, Dundee United and Motherwell in both academy and senior roles. He was formerly the assistant manager of the Latvia national team and manager of a top-flight Latvian outfit side. Paul Hartley commented, saying, I'm absolutely delighted to be joining Hartlepool United. We've enjoyed our time at Cove Rangers immensely and are extremely proud of our achievements there. But this is an opportunity that myself and Gordon couldn't turn down. The club has truly incredible support from its fans and there is so much potential for this club to kick on. I've had a number of meetings with the chairman and the board to discuss and share plans for how we will achieve success moving forward. It was very clear that the club has been transformed behind the scenes in recent years and there is a clear vision to be a well-run organisation both on and off the field. I'm an ambitious, uh, sorry, I'm an ambitious manager and I would only move to a club that I believe can provide the platform for building a team that wins. As a manager, I want the supporters to know that I'm a driven and hard-working person and we, will be, and we will produce a team as a minimum, always works extremely hard and is totally committed. There is a lot of recruitment work to be done and we will begin that immediately working closely with the head of recruitment, Chris Trotter. Gordon and I are both very excited to be taking the job on in Hartlepool and I would like to thank the chairman and the board for giving us this opportunity. I would also like to extend my thanks to Cove Rangers chairman, Keith Moorhouse, and the board for their support during my time at the club and wish them all the very best in the future. Yeah, and then Raj has added to this, there's been an extensive process with a lot of candidates, which has taken time, but we're very pleased to have now secured the services of both Paul and Gordon. We look closely at what they both achieved previously, how they work and the potential match with Hartlepool United. Paul has proven to be a winner throughout his career and he's clearly a very hardworking and ambitious manager that has already had some remarkable managerial success. He is a manager and a coach and, and he has real clarity about how he and Gordon will take the job on. And Gordon also comes with an excellent pedigree. 
we spoke to numerous people privately about Paul from across the game and unanimously the opinion was to go and get him. We've discussed recruitment and how we will support Paul to improve the squad with significantly increased budget this season, building on the work that's gone on over the past few years. As a board, we're really looking forward to working with Paul and Gordon and I'm confident the supporters will be right behind this appointment. I'm excited about what they can achieve with the team in the coming seasons. I know you mentioned there about a lot of people working on negotiations. I think I've seen a few things about Lee Rust and Adrian Bevington working really, really hard to make sure that they got the man and um, never giving up on that. So I think a lot of credit should go to them. Um, Raj has commented there about giving them a significantly increased budget this season. Um, you know, I, I hope that is the case. I know there was talk about the budget with DC. Um you know, I just hope that this is genuine, that there will be a budget that's going to be there that can back um, Paul and bring in some really capable players that are able to bring us a success that we, you know, that we can get um, to higher points. And, you know, as I've tweeted on personal accounts and lots of people have said, it's vital that there is serious investment because if there is serious investment, then the club will move forward. And the club has the potential to reach higher levels. You look at the work that Stephen Obin's been doing behind the scenes, he's absolute breath of fresh air, in my opinion. It, you know, he's been doing a lot of things and we can um, read you the update that he brought out um, recently. Obviously, the managerial part of that has um, become obsolete because we've got someone in. But, um, yeah, I just think he's a fantastic, um, fantastically gifted person at knowing what to do behind the scenes at a football club and, and I hope that that can continue so you know we've got all the all the ingredients for success at Pools we all know that we've got the fan base we've got um, we're starting to build a good team behind the scenes I believe and with Paul Hartley coming in and, and Gordon let's hope that this can be the start of some success and perhaps even um, even reach League One in the next well perfectly next season but, um, you know, we're not going to expect that, but it'd be brilliant to be pushing for a playoff spot and just see where we can go from there. So before we carry on with any managerial chat, there was an update that came out from COO Stephen Hoban um, on the 26th of May, obviously, um, in between two episodes that we've recorded. Um, so I'm just going to read that through. Obviously, the management stuff is obsolete now, as I mentioned, but... Um, here's what Stephen had to say. With the 21-22 season now behind us, I want to take the opportunity to update you on plans for pre-season. Work behind the scenes in preparation for the new campaign, exciting plans for retail and dates for the diary regarding kit, kit launches, season ticket sales and membership. And of course, there was the managerial chat. Um, we'll start with the pre-season stuff. The players will be reporting back to the state-of-the-art uh, training facility in Maiden Castle um, on the 20th of June where Keith McGrath, our Head of Performance and Sports Science, will carry out the necessary testing on the players and the pre-season training schedule will commence. Keith and myself have worked closely to create a plan we believe is one of the best in the club's history that incorporates Keith's expertise in designing the necessary fitness programmes the players will need alongside a carefully planned pre-season fixture schedule I've put together, building up the intensity for the team to be ready on the 30th of July when the season kicks off. New manager, as we now know, um, Paul Hartley will be able to come straight in and work with Chris Trotter, the new head of player recruitment, and will not need to worry about anything other than assembling his team and working with his players and staff. 
Liverpool's also announced a training camp um, that will commence on Monday the 27th of June. Um, the squad will be flying to Portugal where they have a warm weather training camp planned in the Algarve. This is something I'm extremely pleased to deliver for the players. I feel it's important that the players, management and backroom team have time together in an elite sporting environment to start um, the second week of pre-season training with no distractions. It's also going to give Paul the new um, manager time to get to know his squad and give myself um, the club manager and members of the backroom team presentation time to explain the expectations for everyone on and off the field next season. Um, Stephen I'd like to place on thanks um, his thanks on record to Chairman Raj Singh and fellow board members in backing him in the request and together with a small panel of sponsors who are helping to make the trip happen. There was also an announcement on Wednesday 29th of June that Pulls will be playing Scottish Premiership side Hibs. Um, that's going to be behind closed doors um, and I've seen things on Twitter suggesting it's going to be like a more of a warm-up game, um, so breaking into blocks of maybe 30 minutes at a time. Um, Stephen would like to place on record his thanks to TMD Friction, um, Emerson Marketing and Motivate, who've committed to sponsorship so far for this trip, with one more to follow in the coming weeks. And also thanks to Motivate, who've gifted us a one-off area kit for our Hibs fixture, which following the trip will be auctioned off for charity. And finally, Hotel... Agent who have come on board as our official accommodation partners. Um, the players will return to the UK on Friday the 1st of July to continue the programme. There's also been um, the pre-season fixtures announced. I won't read um, the whole um, part around this, but 9th of July, Billingham Synthonia away at 3pm. 12th of July, Mask United, 7.30pm away. 16th of July, we're going to welcome Lincoln City, 3pm kickoff to suit direct. 20th of July, Blackburn at home, 7.30 kickoff. It's going to be an open training session at the suit direct with exclusive free access for season ticket holders and members, 11am to 1pm on 23rd of July. And then to be revealed soon, a 7.30 kickoff on 25th of July. In terms of new kits, um, there's going to be three kits we've already um, made you all aware in previous podcasts um, about Aria. Um, the home kit's going to be launched on the 7th of July, away on the 21st of July and 3rd on the 25th of July, which will um, debut in the final pre-season fixture at home. And then, of course, the season ticket memberships um, pulls surpass the 2,000 mark. Memberships have been um, really taken um taking a good foothold and um it's great to see the support behind the club hopefully that's something that'll continue um there's going to be a 10 percent off all purchases in new retail so store as well when you when you take out a membership and then the final bit of the update um i know this has been long but uh recruitment we're delighted to announce uh, announce that chris trotter has been appointed as our new head of recruitment Chris has been working tirelessly in the market since his arrival and is speaking to players, agents and managers every day. Chris has great knowledge of the UK domestic market um, together and is also following up players that have been recommended by my, to myself and other board members from trusted contacts in the industry. Have a fantastic summer and I look forward to seeing you all this house even. Stephen signed off with that one, so great to see um, the work that Stephen's doing behind the scenes, someone who really wants to um, make sure the club is, is run the best it can be, um, really ambitious. We got that from when he spoke to us on the podcast a while ago. If you have missed those episodes, they're available on all usual platforms, a two-part special. 
and talking all things pools and uh, his role etc so yeah uh, that's the update that um, Stephen Hogan put out prior to us announcing the appointment of manager Paul Hartley. So as we touched on there, obviously he's brought his own um, assistant manager in, which I think is is brilliant to see Gordon coming in, someone who, um, you know, I don't know a lot about, but he's clearly had success and he's worked with Paul who's had success. And I think it it's so fundamental that a manager is allowed to bring in his own backroom staff. I think it's something that, um, you know, should be when a manager is offered a deal at a club, I think it should be, you can bring your own staff in because that is what makes them tick at the end of the day. Um, you know, with, with Dave Chandler, obviously he had his backroom staff. Most of them have joined him at Stockport and he's had further success there. I, I think that kind of, um, you know, reiterates the point that I've just made that to have a successful manager, it's also around the, the people that you've got around you. Obviously at the club, we, we've got Nelson Sweens. Um for me, I, I'll ask you your views in a second, Davo, but Nels should go. I don't think that, um, obviously he was assistant to Graham Lee, so he's not going to be assistant to Paul Hartley. I don't think he really, in the greatest respect, has added a lot. Um, I don't think that it's someone that we need to keep at the club who's going to, um, you know, take the club forward however I would say I'd like to keep Sweens at the club not because of he's a club legend etc etc but because of the fact that I think he's a really promising coach one that can definitely work in the academy at least um, and and start bringing the next um, crop of youth players through that obviously we want to be bringing through because at the end of the day when you've got a good youth system that you're bringing through players, they can play for the club, have success there, and then they move on, um, hopefully making some club, so I think some, the club some money. So I really do hope that we keep hold of Sweens. Um, I think he's a fantastic coach, a lot of talent there, um, and someone that maybe even will have a role in the future, who knows. Um, so, yeah, for me, that's where I stand. I'd, I'd get rid of Nels um, and then keep Sweens. What about you? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I said pretty more or less after Graham Lee was sacked that if Nelson wasn't to go within the time frame leading up to the that game against Colchester, then I, I I said I expect him to go in the days preceding the season finishing. Like you say, I just in the greatest respect like you've said I mean Mickey Nelson was one of the was one of my favourite players growing up watching him but I can only speak as I find and I just like I say I don't see what he could possibly bring to this new era to, to the Hartley Gordon team um, so I think it's in the greatest respect to him and to the football club if he was to be moved on and secondly again I think it's important that we do keep swinging. I think it's important um, to allow Hartley to bring in the infrastructure to put this club in the best possible position for us to succeed. However, I think Sweeney, when he's been called upon as caretaker manager, I think he has shown real good 
coaching pedigree. He's shown that he, in years to come, could be a first-team manager, not necessarily HUFC, but maybe somewhere else. And I think it's always good for Hartley and Gordon, of course, to, to maybe bounce off Anthony Sweeney if ever they needed insight into this football club or if ever they needed to query things about, I don't know, certain things, et cetera, et cetera. So I would certainly keep Anthony Sweeney within the yeah, ethical. That's a really good point that you've made there about, um, you know, bouncing ideas off him. Obviously, he knows the club like the back of his hand. And when he has, as you say, when he has come in as caretaker, he's delivered success most of the time. Um, so, you know, there's no real reason why, why he shouldn't have some part, whether that's in the academy, whether that's as a coach in the first team. I don't even think that would be a, a bad idea to have him as a coach. If, if the finances allow, um, which you'd like to think they would, I'd, I'd be keeping Sweeney on as a first team coach. Now, I know you're going to give your thoughts now on, on the actual appointment of Hartley and uh, what you think he can bring to the table. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited and nervous. I think, and I said earlier on when we started this episode that we've we've spoke a lot in the last four weeks. I've spoke to a lot of the lads over the last four weeks about all the names we've heard branded around. Names that realistically, so you know, they are the Graysons, the Mowbrays, etc., etc. Those type of guys who we've heard realistically we knew we were never going to get. Um, so when you look at the names who were linked to the football club, who we probably did have a realistic chance of getting, I was, oh, I would have been more than happy to have took a Paul Hartley or a Kevin Thompson who was at Kelty Hearts. And, you know, this guy comes in who I don't know much about, um, but I can only go off his record as a manager so far, the stats, over 400 managerial games, he's five promotions. All I know what people are saying. Some people may argue it's in Scotland, it's this, it's that. But at the end of the day, the way I see it, you can only beat what's in front of you. And, I mean, personally for me, I've got no qualms with taking him into the football club. And I'm hoping that that five promotions can soon become six. <laughs> but you know, let's, I'm not going to get carried away with myself. It is early days, very early days. He's got a he's got a big preseason ahead of him. He's got a trip to the Algarve, and hopefully by then he can have a good core of players to his disposal. And hopefully this can be a, another exciting era under a new manager. Yeah, let's see what happens. As I said yesterday, when when it was announced, we get behind him from the off. I mean, there's been such a positive reaction. We're going to touch on on uh, what you've had to say as supporters um, shortly. But for me, and I know a lot of people who know me here are going to sigh when I say this, we'll disregard the Celtic part. Um, we'll, we'll forget that he ever associated himself with that football club. Yeah. Um, he, he knew that comment was coming. Um, but yeah, look, I'm fully behind him. I think it's an exciting appointment. Um, as you say... Yes, people will say, oh, it's been in Scotland, but you can only beat what's in front of you. And that's a really good point that you made there. And, you know, he's also, let's not forget, got Dundee back into the Scottish Premiership and he's managed there. Um, and I think for his age, obviously 45, and the experience he's got is so important. He's a, he's a manager who um, 
you know, can can hopefully take the club forward. He's a manager that I'm really excited about um, and someone that can move forward with the club, I'd like to think. I said yesterday, it's pivotal that we back him um, as support. It's pivotal that the board, Raj, um, back him in terms of finances so that he can bring in the players that he needs and he feels he needs um, in order to, to make this appointment a success. So... Yeah, for me, I think it's um, an appointment that I can get excited about. I'm on board with. Um, at the end of the day, our job as supporters is to back whoever comes in. You've mentioned names there that the likes of Tony Mowbray, um, that of course would be, wow, Pulls have managed to attract him. But just because he is Tony Mowbray, does that mean it'll fit into the mould of our club that he would be able to... Um, take the club forward? No, doesn't necessarily mean that. And just because he's come from Cove Rangers, who, again, I don't really know a lot about, doesn't mean that um, he's any less credible. And I think that success that he's had and um, the knowledge that he'll, he'll bring from the, the level of football that he also played will be vital. So, yeah, something that we can all get behind. Um, excited to see where it goes. Fingers crossed that um, next season will be a success. Fingers crossed he can push us on towards the playoffs and I'm really looking forward to um, see, seeing where we can go under Hartley. So as we head to the end of this reaction to Paul Hartley being um, appointed as the new first team manager at our club, we put out a tweet last night. We wanted to know your thoughts on the appointment. Thank you to everyone who, who's got in touch. We've had some fantastic replies. I'm just going to read... Um, some of the best of them here Stephen Trotter over the moon hopefully he gets the backing and can bring in as many decent players as he can get a decent squad depth so that we don't end up with the same fate as the end of last season looking forward to seeing what happens next season Daniel Hustler decent playing and managerial records you know which we've both touched on in this episode I'm happy and it looks like they're both the type to get stuck in let's see where it goes and there's some decent signings I mean I'm just looking through some more here great appointment proven winner Grant said um, positive appointment good seeing outsider get the job um, plenty of uh, experience with success in Scotland from football devotion David's made a really good point here. Not going to find someone to come to Hartlepool United with a better track record. Good things come to those who wait. Um, he's also given credit to the board who've crossed their T's and dotted the lowercase J's with their appointment. Um, Lee Littlefair needs to be backed in the market. Try and keep Timmy and Moles sharpish. Um, someone here, John Wilkinson, celebrating with a cold one. Very exciting. Just hope they're backed with rebuilding recruitment. Um, and ambitious and exciting, Chris has said. I mean, you know, I could have read some more there, but the same themes are coming through your tweets. And I think it's the same across the board, not just the people who've replied to, um, to HFC Chat's um, Twitter handle, but to everyone who, you know, has been tweeting about it, people we know from the club, people who support the club. You see uh, other people have liked the tweets. The general consensus is really positive and really... Um, you know, people are really excited to see where we can go as a club. Um, and we, we both jumped on board with that one. I think the, the backing is so important. Um, from Raj, hopefully he gets a good um, budget for the transfer market and really excited 
you know, as, as has been mentioned numerous times throughout the podcast, um, to see where, where we go under Hartley. Now, we're delighted to announce uh, the first signing. We, we've um, started our recruitment for the next season of HFC Chat. We're delighted to say that Rob Law is going to be joining us on a permanent basis um, throughout next season. It's going to be a view from the press box section. He's going to um, give us his his view. It's always great to hear what um, the pundits think, you know, following the club around the country. They're going to have a certain view. They're going to see different things to us as a, um, as we do as, as supporters um, in the terraces. And Rob has done his first piece for us, shall we say. Um, he's talked about Paul Hartley. We asked him for his thoughts and here's what he's had to say. Paul brings with him plenty of things, but above all, a track record of getting clubs promoted. Five promotions at three of his previous clubs. Speaking to the people who helped get the deal done, it's clear Pools knew who they wanted and they pushed to get him. It's not often we've been able to say that in the past. Overall, I think it's a very solid appointment. Huge that Hartley's bringing with him his number two in Gordon Young, who himself is a well-respected coach in his own right. Hartley and Young have very sty very high standards, I should say, and we can expect blood and thunder football. Those who can't maintain the high energy, high intensity will be moved on. Both now have a huge job on the hands to get a squad together. I'm told they'll be backed heavily in the window and they'll need to be because there's a lot of work to do. I'm not going to say any more on um, the whole appointment. I've had my view. Davo, I don't know whether there's anything that you want to add. Not much, um, but what I will say, um, it's been touched on in one of those comments there. I just hope if there is any players who might have been on the fence, as kind of speak, I just hope that this appointment is enough for a couple of those players to just say, right, let's get this contract done, let's, let's get it signed and go again. I'm not going to say much more to it. I can only hope, but let's just get behind them and let's wait and see what the pre-season has to bring. I think we'll end it there. A new era, a fresh start as ever. Keep the faith, back the boys and never say die. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.